Chapter Sixteen of English Fairy Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by phone. English Fairy Tales by Ernest Riss. Jack and the Beanstalk. A widow had an only child named Jack whom she gratified in everything the end of her foolish kindness was that jack paid little attention to anything she said and he was heedless and naughty his follies were not owing to bad nature but to his mother never having chided him as he would not work she was obliged to sell everything she had at last nothing remained but a cow the widow with tears in her eyes could not help scolding jack oh you wicked boy said she by your naughty course of life you have now brought us both to fall heedless heedless boy i have not money enough to buy a bit of bread for another day nothing remains but my poor cow and that must be sold or we must starve jack was in a degree of tenderness for a few minutes but soon over and then becoming very hungry for want of food he teased his poor mother to let him sell the cow which at last she sadly allowed him to do as he went on his journey he met a butcher who asked why he was driving the cow from home jack replied he was going to sell it the butcher had some wonderful beans of different colours in his bag which caught jack's fancy this the butcher saw who knowing jack's easy temper made up his mind to take advantage of it and offered all the beans for the cow the foolish boy thought it a great offer the bargain was momently struck and the cow exchanged for a few paltry beans when jack hastened home with the beans and told his mother she kicked the beans away in a great passion they flew in all directions and fell as far as the garden early in the morning jack arose from his bed and seeing something strange from the window he hastened downstairs into the garden where he soon found that some of the beans had taken root and sprung up wonderfully the stalks grew of an immense thickness and had so entwined that they formed a ladder like a chain in view looking upward he could not descry the top it seemed to be lost in the clouds he tried it found it firm and not to be shaken a new idea immediately struck him he would climb the beanstalk and see whither it would lead full of this plan which made him forget even his hunger jack hastened to tell it to his mother he at once set out and after climbing for some hours reached the top of the beanstalk tired and almost exhausted looking round he was surprised to find himself in a strange country it seemed to be quite a barren desert not a tree shrub house or living creature was to be seen jack sat himself pensively upon a block of stone and thought of his mother his hunger attacked him and now he felt sorrowful for his disobedience in climbing the beanstalk against her will 
and made up his mind that he must now die for want of food however he walked on hoping to see a house where he might beg something to eat suddenly he saw a beautiful young woman at some distance she was dressed in an elegant manner and had a small white wand in her hand on the top of which was a peacock of pure gold she came near and said i will tell to you a story your mother dare not but before i begin i require a solemn promise on your part to do what i command i am a fairy and unless you perform exactly what i direct you to do you will take from me the power to assist you and there is little doubt but that you will die in the attempt jack was rather frightened at this caution but promised to follow her directions your father was a rich man with a greatly generous nature it was his practice never to refuse help to the poor people about him but on the contrary to seek out the helpless and distressed not many miles from your father's house lived a huge giant who was the dread of the country around for cruelty and wickedness this creature was moreover of a very envious spirit and disliked to hear others talked of for their goodness and humanity and he vowed to do him a mischief so that he might no longer hear his good actions made the subject of every one's talk your father was too good a man to fear evil from others so it was not long before the cruel giant found a chance to put his wicked threats into practice for hearing that your parents were about passing a few days with a friend at some distance from home he caused your father to be waylaid and murdered and your mother to be seized on their way homeward at the time this happened you were but a few months old your poor mother almost dead with affright and horror was borne away by the cruel giant's servants to a dungeon under his house in which she and her poor babe were both long kept prisoners distracted at the absence of your parents the servants went in search of them but no tidings of either could be got meantime he caused a will to be found making over all your father's property to him as your guardian and as such he took open possession after your mother had been some months in prison the giant offered to restore her to liberty on condition that she would solemnly swear that she would never tell the story of her wrongs to any one to put it out of her power to do him any harm should she break her oath the giant had her put on shipboard and taken to a distant country where she was left with no more money for her support than what she got by selling a few jewels she had hidden in her dress i was appointed your father's guardian at his birth but fairies have laws to which they are subject as well as mortals a short time before the giant killed your father i transgressed my punishment was the loss of my power for a certain time which alas entirely prevented my helping your father even when i most wished to do so the day on which you met the butcher as you went to sell your mother's cow my power was restored 
it was i who secretly prompted you to take the beans in exchange for the cow by my power the beanstalk grew to so great a height and formed a ladder the giant lives in this country you are the person who must punish him for all his wickedness you will meet with dangers and difficulties but you must persevere in avenging the death of your father or you will not prosper in any of your doings as to the giant's goods everything he has is yours though you are deprived of it you may take therefore what part of it you can you must however be careful for such is his love for gold that the first loss he discovers will make him outrageous and very watchful for the future but you must still pursue him for it is only by cunning that you can ever hope to get the better of him and become possessed of your rightful property and the means of justice overtaking him for his barbarous murder one thing i desire is do not let your mother know you are aware of your father's history till you see me again go along the direct road you will soon see the house where your cruel enemy lives while you do as i order you i will protect and guard you but remember if you disobey my commands a dreadful punishment awaits you as soon as she had made an end she disappeared leaving jack to follow his journey he walked on till after sunset when to his great joy he espied a large mansion this pleasant sight revived his drooping spirits he redoubled his speed and reached it shortly a well-looking woman stood at the door he spoke to her begging she would give him a morsel of bread and a night's lodging she expressed the greatest surprise at seeing him and said it was quite uncommon to see any strange creature near their house for it was mostly known that her husband was a very cruel and powerful giant and one that would eat human flesh if he could possibly get it this account terrified jack greatly but still not forgetting the fairy's protection he hoped to elude the giant and therefore he begged the woman to take him in for one night only and hide him where she thought proper the good woman at last suffered herself to be persuaded for she had a kind heart and at last led him into the house first they passed an elegant hall finely furnished they then went through several spacious rooms all in the same style of grandeur but they seemed to be quite forsaken and desolate a long gallery came next it was very dark just large enough to show that instead of a wall each side there was a grating of iron which parted off a dismal dungeon from whence issued the groans of several poor victims whom the cruel giant kept shut up in readiness for his very large appetite poor jack was in a dreadful fright at witnessing such a horrible scene which caused him to fear that he would never see his mother that he would never see his mother but be captured lastly for the giant's meat but still he recollected the fairy and a gleam of hope forced itself into his heart the good woman then took jack to a large kitchen where a great fire was kept 
she bade him sit down and gave him plenty to eat and drink when he had done his meal and enjoyed himself he was disturbed by a hard knocking at the gate so loud as to cause the house to shake jack was hidden in the oven and the giant's wife ran to let in her husband jack heard him accost her in a voice like thunder saying wife wife i smell fresh meat oh my dear replied she it is nothing but the people in the dungeon the giant seemed to believe her and at last seated himself by the fireside whilst the wife prepared supper by degrees jack managed to look at the monster through a small crevice he was much surprised to see what an amazing quantity he devoured and supposed he would never have done eating and drinking after his supper was ended a very curious hen was brought and placed on the table before him jack's curiosity was great to see what would happen he saw that it stood quiet before him and every time the giant said lay the hen laid an egg of solid gold the giant amused himself a long time with his hen meanwhile his wife went to bed at length he fell asleep and snored like the roaring of a cannon jack finding him still asleep at daybreak crept softly from his hiding-place seized the hen and ran off with her as fast as his legs could possibly carry him jack easily found his way to the beanstalk and came down better and quicker than he expected his mother was overjoyed to see him now mother said jack i have brought you home that which will make you rich the hen laid as many golden eggs as they desired they sold them and soon had as much riches as they wanted for a few months jack and his mother lived very happy but he longed to pay the giant another visit early one morning he again climbed the beanstalk and reached the giant's mansion late in the evening the woman was at the door as before jack told her a pitiful tale and prayed for a night's shelter she told him that she had admitted a poor hungry boy once before and the little ingrate had stolen one of the giant's treasures and ever since that she had been cruelly used she however led him to the kitchen gave him a supper and put him in a lumber closet soon after the giant came in took his supper and ordered his wife to bring down his bags of gold and silver jack peeped out of his hiding-place and observed the giant counting over his treasures and after which he carefully put them in bags again fell asleep and snored as before jack crept quietly from his hiding-place and approached the giant when a little dog under the chair barked furiously much to his surprise the giant slept on soundly and the dog ceased jack seized the bags reached the door in safety and soon arrived at the bottom of the beanstalk when he reached his mother's cottage he found it quite deserted full of astonishment he ran into the village and an old woman directed him to a house where he found his mother apparently dying on being told of her hero's safe return 
his mother revived jack then presented two bags of gold and silver to her his mother saw that something preyed upon his mind heavily and tried to find out the cause but jack knew too well what the consequence would be should he discover the cause of his melancholy to her he did his utmost therefore to conquer the great desire which now forced itself upon him in spite of himself for another journey up to beanstalk but in vain on the longest day jack arose as soon as it was light climbed the beanstalk and reached the top with some little trouble he found the road journey etc the same as before he arrived at the giant's house in the evening and found his wife standing as usual at the door jack now appeared a different character and had disguised himself so completely that she did not appear to remember him however when he begged admittance he found it very difficult to persuade her at last he prevailed was allowed to go in and was hidden in the copper when the giant returned he said as usual wife wife i smell fresh meat but jack felt quite composed as he had said so before and had soon been satisfied however the giant started up suddenly and notwithstanding all his wife could say he searched all round the room whilst this was going forward jack was much terrified and ready to die with fear wishing himself at home a thousand times but when the giant approached the copper and put his hand upon the lid jack thought his death was certain fortunately the giant ended his search there without moving the lid and seated himself quietly by the fireside when the giant's supper was over he commanded his wife to fetch down his harp jack peeped under the copper lid and soon saw the most beautiful one that could be imagined it was put by the giant on the table who said play and it instantly played of its own accord the music was uncommonly fine jack was delighted and felt more anxious to get the harp into his possession than either of the former treasures the giant's soul was not attuned to harmony and the music soon lulled him into a sound sleep jack soon made up his mind got out of the copper and seized the harp which however being enchanted by a fairy called out loudly master master the giant awoke stood up and tried to pursue jack but he had drank so much that he could not stand jack ran as quick as he could in a little time the giant was well enough to walk slowly or rather to reel after him but as he then was jack contrived to be first at the top of the beanstalk the giant called to him all the way along the road in a voice like thunder and was sometimes very near to him the moment jack got down the beanstalk he called out for a hatchet one was brought him directly just at that instant the giant began to descend but jack with his hatchet cut the beanstalk close off at the root and the giant fell headlong into the garden the fall instantly killed him 
jack heartily begged his mother's pardon for all the sorrow and affliction he had caused her promising most faithfully to be dutiful and obedient to her in future he proved as good as his word and became a pattern of affectionate behaviour for the rest of her life and let us hope he never lost his mother wit End of chapter 16 Recording by phone